Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports. Like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. We're Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for our show, for our business, and they help you guys out. TennesseeTickets.com. I know it might feel weird to go buy tickets to a football game this fall uh, with all the COVID-19 going on, but Tennessee Tickets, you can absolutely trust them because they are the only place that, that will guarantee you a full refund on the secondary market. Unlike StubHub, they won't do that. There's a lot of things going on with StubHub behind the scenes, but you can trust TennesseeTickets.com with your Titans game purchases and Titans 20 for $20 off your purchase there at TennesseeTickets.com. Renters Warehouse, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout, a full-body electronic muscle stimulation uh, equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. I've got a workout tonight in Brentwood. Cool Springs also open. Uh, Mandu.com, your first workout, absolutely free. Uh, and the Tucker Agency, Nashville's independent insurance agency, giving you relief by saving you an average of 20% on your personal insurance. TuckerTN.com. And Calvin and Subtle, for any of your hardwood flooring needs, CalvinandSubtle.com, taking CDC precautions to service you in the Middle Tennessee area. Calvin and Subtle. Dot com is where to go. Zach, you started laughing there. Books Bingham on the show today. If you're watching on our quintuple broadcast, uh, what made you uh, laugh? Uh, oh, this is hilarious. The head, neck, back, and laugh. Oh, uh, hilarious. So, you know, I told you that I've never run a, read a summer reading book, and I, yeah. I've kept that story up for all of my life. The funniest thing in the world just happened because my high school grammar teacher is watching right now. Hilarious. Mr. Tim and says, I heard that about your summer reading. Well, Mr. Tim probably was one of the many teachers that gave me an F to start the semester. And I had to dig myself out of that hole each and every semester, You're each and every year. creating a challenge for yourself. Right. You know, you and so I've learned a lot of lessons. Uh, I like to read what I like to read. I don't particularly like to read what others tell me to read. So I'm going to go out start. on a limb, Zach. Books, excuse me. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that Mr. Tim had a pretty good idea that you never read a book that he asked you to read. <laughs> if he knew, he knew my personality absolutely. Yes. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I've got I, I got no a surprises. plethora of different F's. Like there are probably five really shining F's that I got to start the semester. And I'll tell them at the end of the show exactly those numbers. I'm curious to see if Mr. Tim was one of those. Was he the 36 that I got? Or was he like the 54 that I got that one year? I yeah. don't know. All right. So, Zach, let's get to this. Jadavian Clowney talk. You sent me a video over the weekend and it's a guy that me and you don't really like that much when it comes to uh, sports talk analysis and overall. But you you and Adam Shine have a couple things in common is that the glare from the lights in your screen reflect off your glasses. So, Zach, what did Adam Shine have to say about the Tennessee Titans and really Jadavian Clowney? Yeah, this is about the only thing that uh, him and I have in common. I don't particularly like Adam Shine from CBS. I, I, don't, I don't like the way that he talks. I feel like he's a robot. But – it, look, he has credentials. He's been doing this for a long time. He interviews some, some, you know, obviously people in the industry and knows some things. But he had this take about Jadeveon Clowney and the Tennessee Titans that really made me take my glasses off and take a longer look. 
Listen, Jadavian Clowney is an unbelievable talent. Doesn't always play like an unbelievable ball player, but I'm a big fan, and I still believe that on a one-year contract, right situation, Jadavian Clowney can have a sensational season. It was interesting that Seattle is still very much on his mind when he talked to Fox in Houston, but I still think the perfect spot for Jadavian Clowney unequivocally the Tennessee Titans and listen we've been screaming about this for literally months now on on time to shine Mike Vrabel coached him up in Houston and I think that's a move that would benefit the player benefit the team give him a one-year contract Titans go for the jugular Vrabel knows what makes Clowney tick this would be amazing for Clowney amazing for Tennessee listen Seattle still a tremendous situation Pete Carroll great coach so there's Adam Shine right there on Jadavian Clowney. Zach, what perked your interest from that comment? Well, I think he brought up he brought up two things. He obviously brought up the connection from Mike Vrabel and Jadavian Clowney, which I do think is something, not nothing. But I think he he brought up the idea of what maybe they could negotiate. Is it a one year deal? Is it a three year deal? Is it a long a long term deal? And I think that may be the struggle for some of these teams getting involved. We all, we obviously know the initial asking price that Jadavion Clowney, Clowney threw out there was $20 million. He's since come down on that. But I'm curious, what else has he come down on? Did he want three years when he first started this whole thing and now he wants one? Do you want, want five? So I think it brings up a, a very interesting issue that I think the Titans are in, and this is what I, I truly personally believe. Yeah. I think the Titans need to sign Jadeveon Clowney sooner rather than later because these teams, if the price goes down and the years go down, more teams will start flooding in. Competition will start coming in to Jadeveon Clowney. The Titans need Clowney. That would make this franchise a Super Bowl contender. I'm not saying a Super Bowl champion, but I think this is a Super Bowl contender with what they did last year by going to the AFC uh, AFC Championship game. I, look, I think this is the time to do it here in the next few weeks. The longer you wait, the more teams are going to get involved. And Austin, I'll read you something from a Dallas reporter because the Cowboys, okay. look, look, the Cowboys. They are always intrigued about anybody that has to do with it has issues or is a pass rusher. Jerry Jones, everything's on the table because he wants to win a Super Bowl. Right. He was asked, uh, a reporter asked uh, a, a Cowboys spokesman or Cowboys insider and asked if they were interested. He says, no, but unless the price comes down, maybe. So the price is coming down. That means more teams can get involved. And we know the connections between Clowney and the Titans. They're uncanny sooner rather than later because I believe the Titans need Jadeveon Clowney on their roster if they are going to make a Super Bowl push. This is their window. It opened a couple of years ago. Now they got their quarterback. The running back's playing better than ever. They found A.J. Brown, and they've got a stout defense. All right, so interesting there. So Adam Shine brought up uh, Jadeveon Clowney, a one-year deal that Shine on Shine time uh, that we don't like necessarily uh, thinks that Jadavian Clowney should sign a one-year deal with the Tennessee Titans because 
uh, that would make um, unequivocally make the Tennessee Titans uh, a real player this year. Zach agrees with that overall. So let's do this. <clears throat> let's let's. I'm going to react off of what Zach just said. Also get you, get you guys involved more. How many years would you offer Jadavian Clowney to be a tight a tight? How many years of a contract? Would you offer Judavian Clowney uh, to be a Tennessee Titan? But first, Zach, tell people about Tucker Agency and how they are a perfect fit for anybody during these times. Yeah, saving money. The Titans trying to save money on Judavian Clowney. You may be trying to save money because you lost some income. Look, the coronavirus has devastated a lot of people. Maybe you lost income. Maybe you lost a job. Maybe you have to reconfigure your life and the way that you live it. Because, look, let's face it. It's tough out there, but you have to have insurance. Maybe restructure your insurance so you save some cash. An extra $200 a month can go a long way here in the next few months in May, June, July, and August. Tucker Agency, Tucker TN. Literally email the owner of the Tucker Agency. They're trusted. They've been here in Middle Tennessee. They do a great job. Will Tucker, will at tuckertn.com. Email them. Say, look, A to Z Sports told me I I can save money with you. How can I do it? He's going to hook you up his team. They're going to look at your, whether it's life insurance, auto insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, they're going to restructure it. A an average customer for Tucker Agency saves 20%. That can be massive. That's TuckerTN.com. All right, A to Z Sports powered by TennesseeTickets.com. If you want Titans tickets, TennesseeTickets.com is the safest place you can go uh, for Titans tickets. You get a full refund for Titans tickets if the games don't happen at all. And Titans20 is a promo code to save $20 off your purchase, TennesseeTickets.com. Uh, Titans212 says, sounds like Adam Shine believes in the Titans and thinks Clowney could be the last piece needed. So Zach has asked the question, uh, or has basically said that the Titans need to sign Clowney sooner rather than later because the longer this goes, the more the price drops, which creates more competition. And so I don't disagree with your point there, Zach, that free agency is a cyclical thing. It's a weird roller coaster because right at the beginning, it's tons of money, big, huge contracts that will never be lived up to, bidding wars back and forth. Then after the first like two weeks, it gets quiet. Now it's like based on fit. Then if it gets into the after the draft time, uh, then it's then it's really low. That's when teams or players have their lowest value is right after the draft because there's no real reason to sign right now. And then you start to create competition once teams kind of have an idea about what their holes are in the roster. And the only places to do that, to fill those holes, is free agency. So I do think the Titans need to sign Jadavion Clowney. And I agree with you. It would be better for the Titans if they go ahead and lock him up now and get him to a deal now. But the point is, it's not about what the Titans want because Jadavian Clowney is in control here. Well, no, and it is. If the Titans want him, they have the money to get him. But often. but they all but we also That's know wrong. how but we also know how John Robinson operates. He is not going to wildly spend for a player in free agency. He's not going to do that. He did that. Uh, with Sly Williams, a defensive lineman, but that was about it. And he's not going to really overpay anybody in free agency drastically. So he's going to get Clowney for the price that he feels is right. And clearly Clowney's not ready to accept that. And Clowney said last week that he's taking his time. He is not in a hurry. Maybe he wants to create more competition that drives his, his price back up a little bit, but the ball is in Clowney's court. He could pick whoever he wants to go with now if he wanted to, but he also probably wants to wait until June or later and sign then because with COVID-19, 
there's no OTAs. There's no mini camps that he is in threat of missing. So there's no reason for him to sign anywhere right now. So I agree with you about the Titan side of things, but Clowney can just say, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm going to take my time. Well, uh, I know he can take his time. He's been taking his time. But Austin, he's been taking his time, and his price has gone down. It's it's done the opposite of what you just said that it is trying to do. That's the issue. That's why you don't make any sense. He's 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 done exactly what you just said. Well, and now, where's the no, price? Exactly. So the price started at twenty, Austin. Right. And right. then where, no, now where is it? It's I, nowhere it's, close to twenty. Yeah, I'm aware, dude. Like you're so why like is I'm, waiting smart for clowning? Well, no, because right now it's low, right? And he has a chance to make it higher by creating a bidding war for the longer he lasts, which creates more competition, which is you why you thought the Titans should go ahead and try to get a deal done now before other competition comes into play. And so I think Clowney would like to wait longer now. At this point, it's smarter for him to wait until June to create more competition to get a few more millions of dollars if possible. If, signing right now would make no sense for Clowney himself. That was my point. Well, unless he wants to go to the Titans, which I, I think we've we've talked about all of the connections that they have with sure. Mike Vrabel, with Jonathan Joseph, which I don't know if you saw the innards of his his contract. Did you see what happened there? Jonathan Joseph? Yeah, two, $2 million, $1.5 was guaranteed. So if it's $1.5 separate, you just gave Joseph an yeah. aging cornerback guaranteed money. If if that's how far you are off Jonathan Joseph is 36. If that's how far you're off of Jadeveon Clowney, isn't it justified that you can go out and get this guy? Okay, again, it's up to Clowney. Clowney himself said last week that he wants to take his son. All that, right, so how so how many years, and right. I'll ask you, we've got a lot of people chiming in. Austin, how many years would you feel comfortable? Would you offer Clowney to try to get him to, to sign? What's, what's the correct deal in that sense? Typically, I do not like one-year contracts because I, I like the way John Robinson goes about how he set how he structures contracts. And I agree with Edwards Pods here. And I put his comment there on the screen. A multi-year deal lessens year one cap it, but he would rather uh, however uh offer him uh one year to sign or as many years as it gets him to sign. I, I think it needs to be at least two. I think three would be ideal, but however, I don't think Jadavian Clowney would take a three-year deal right now because that would lessen his overall value. I think the only thing Judavian Clowney signs right now is a one-year deal because he's not going to get enough money over a three-year period to justify signing that long-term deal. He's going to go for a one-year deal now. He'll play it out and then try to go right back into a more normal free agency next year to get even more money after he shows he's way more valuable than the three sacks that showed up in his box score last year. Yeah, so Damon brings up one year fully guaranteed is the compromise. Clowney wants a four-year deal or a three-year deal, as you said, Austin. But uh, a one-year deal fu fully guaranteed makes more sense. Uh, and Lucci says one more bidding war next year. Well, so I compare this to what Darrell Revis did a few years ago. And, man, that was probably a handful of years ago yeah, now. Yeah. But Jarrell Revis did the exact same thing, right? Revis Island, everybody was talking about he was the first real true shutdown corner. And he went out and he got $16 million for one year for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then he did it again for New England. And then he did it again for the Jets. Right. Pretty unbelievable. Now, his play 
held up. He was playing for bad teams. The Bucks were terrible. I believe Raheem Morris was the coach for there, or Greg Schiano, one of the two. Terrible, terrible team. But if that's the philosophy you're going to go, you're betting on yourself. Do you think it's smart for Jadeveon Clowney to bet on himself year after year after year on one-year deals? I mean, uh, that's how you can get the most money, right? Because usually a one-year deal has you know a lot higher percentage of guaranteed money than a long-term deal. So I, I don't. I, I think the one-year deal is is an ideal way to play it right now. Because and here's here's the problem that I have with Titans for Life comments. Titans for Life says, no way, two years max. The guy is a Band-Aid. He's not as valuable as you think. The market spoke. Well, the market didn't speak. The market was different because of COVID-19 and the inability to get your doctor's hands on Jadavian Clowney for a physical to find uh, out. No, I actually agree. The, the market did no, speak. The, 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 no, no, because this market tried is- to set the market, and the market said, shut your mouth. That's exactly what happened. Well, because twenty million dollars for an edge rusher is ridiculous to begin with. Like, oh, the market spoke. Look, look, you you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. It, Clowney would not have gotten twenty million dollars if he didn't ask for it. So hell, go ask for it. See what happens. You can always ask or accept something lower later, but you at least asked uh, in the first place. But the market was always weird because COVID nineteen had started before free agency got going. Remember, the last college basketball game was like March eleventh, and free agency. Didn't didn't even open. It was a week before free agency. So things have been slowing down. So this market is not a traditional market. Next year, Jadavian Clowney should be able to go into free agency on a more normal circumstances where he can take visits. He can show how healthy he might be at that time and be able to bank more off of it. So sign a one-year deal right now that's going to be fully guaranteed for, I don't know, $12 million or whatever it might be, and then to bank that 12 mil, then go into free agency next year in hopes of signing a three- or four-year deal. That's how he should do it. So I think I agree with Lisa on this. Lisa says two years, $32 million with incentives. Now, a lot of that is going to have to be guaranteed, but you can't incentivize the back half of it. But two years, I think, accomplishes what both sides want. Clowney gets a little bit more security and a little bit more guaranteed money over the course of two years, and he gets an opportunity to build something, right? He's playing time jumper, jumping around all these teams. Now, you can do that, but it's not like he was picking up Super Bowls. He didn't go to an AFC Championship game with the Texans, didn't do it with the Seahawks last year. The, the Titans at least have that. I like what Lisa said. A two-year deal makes a lot of sense. You can build. And look, the the Titans now at a completely different clip signed Cam Wake for a three-year deal. Now, it was very team-friendly. That's why he's no longer on the team. It was basically a one-year deal with a potential for a couple of And so that wasn't the case. I think you want Jadeveon Clowney for at least two years. And then, look, hey, grammar teacher spitting some knowledge. Mr. Tim comes in and says, (laughs) Look, I think Vrabel, having coached in Houston, knows what kind of player Clowney is and knows his value. That brings up another point of how much is Vrabel's hands on the negotiations or the influence of John Robinson, right? Is he that little birdie in his ear saying, look, Clowney's not worth this because of this, 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 and this, or Clowney will be worth this certain number for this amount of years? Vrabel knows the kind of player that he is, right? He hasn't seen him and coached him in a couple of years, 
But still, if you're paying that kind of money, probably more money than you're paying the majority of your players on your roster, you need to have some intel. So I'm curious, and this is something I don't know, what Vrabel is telling John Robinson to incentivize him to continue talks or to kind of say, look, let's step back till he gets down to 15 or 14 because that's his true value. Yeah, and and again, like because Tyler asked, because I threw the twelve million dollar number out there. Would Clowney take a twelve million dollar? No, deal? not now. But no, at some, you're, that's a joke. No, but like that, not, that's laughable. I mean, he would take a twelve million dollar to deal to play twenty twenty, then not play twenty twenty. So my point is, not right now. He would take it. No, but that's if it was ridiculous. That that, that, that is a terrible out, bro. Let me talk. If that was the last offer, of course there is a situation where he would take it. If it was August and the only thing he had on the table was a one-year $12 million deal, he would take that so he could get $12 million. That's ridiculous. Hey, look, you don't go from 20 to 12 in like four months. That's not how that works. He's not going to sign 12. He, so I, so I you, you think Clowney would rather back. sit out the season? Would you let you you think he would rather? It's not going to get to that point. A team will that, sign him. That was him. my point. That's what I said. Not he. He would not sign a twelve million dollar deal right now. What's to even say? Okay, I, I think you're. <laughs> I think Isn't you're, it? No, it's not. There's a time where a twelve million dollar deal could be something he signs. Not no, right now. No, there's not. Okay. <laughs> He most likely he comes and signs a deal for more than that before he gets to that point. That's my point here too. It's more like uh, that's like Titan Tim for Cook life says if that's there's like no Tim Cook working for minimum wage. It's just not gonna happen. All right, all right, that's silly. All right, um, Bobby says uh, I've always been. Is this Mister Time? Is that Bobby Time? Tim? Yeah, Mister Tim. Mister Tim. Mister Tim says I've always been skeptical of Clowney's injuries, uh, but uh, I had the perspective of a fan. Vrabel saw him on a day to day basis and knows what his work ethic is. I think Clowney would fit great in the Titans defense. And there was a comment earlier. I couldn't scroll back and find it uh, to, to throw it up on the screen for you guys, but it was, it was why, why would the Titans want to sign him for a, a you know, one year deal for 14, $15 million if Seattle didn't want to do that. Well, Seattle's defense is structured very differently than the Titans defense. Seattle plays a four, three defense and they just put Clowney as a right defensive end and left him there for like all the snaps where we know what Mike Vrabel would do with Clowney. It would be the ultimate chess piece and move him around inside, outside, off the line of scrimmage, up front, all over the place, left, right, center, all that stuff. The best drinking game out there. But Jadavion Clowney would fit better in Nashville schematically than he would in Seattle. And he would benefit from that because Seattle's straightforward not multiplicity uh, front, got him three sacks. He would be more productive in Nashville with Vrabel's defense. So why – like, I agree with Randy. Ran, Randy has it right here. The Super Bowl window is two years. You go all in now. Why are the Titans – like, it's not a detriment to your franchise if you don't – like, like if you if you sign him and he doesn't work out after one year. Right, it's sure. not like, that's not going to kill John Robinson's life or career as a general manager. He's still going to have a job. Like, and Amy Adams Strunk, hell, she's paying twelve. She paid twelve million dollars to renovate all the things that she's renovated over the last couple of years around Nashville, Tennessee. Like, and they've shown that they'll spend money even right around the approach of COVID. They paid a hundred million dollars to a quarterback. Right, they went out and spent money. It wasn't like they were cheap. 
this is the time to go get the guy that your coach knows. All right, I'm, I'm Paul Allen Thames asked about the cap space, so I'm going to bring that up here in a second. But first, let me tell you about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15-minute workout uh, simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. That is real because the science is real because it's full-body electronic muscle stimulation. I've got a workout today. I'm excited for it. I'm getting back in the Mandu uh, machine and getting rolling. And guys, Mandu right now is the safest fitness program you could possibly think of. It's basically a one-on-one private workout. There might be one other person six feet plus away from you and everything is sanitized between every session. It's it's by appointment only. So you saw videos and pictures of you know plastic plexiglass between bikes and all this stuff and big gyms. Don't worry about the fear of the virus or germs or whatever. Mandu is the safest thing you could possibly do in the fitness world right now. Mandu.com. Your first workout's free. Go get him a shot. It's a 15-minute workout. Mandu.com. It is eSports. Make sure you check out our podcast network. Look, we got a lot of things in the works that we will kind of release here in the next few days and into next week. Give you guys more content during this COVID pandemic. Everybody's Kind of tired of it. I know we're going to go into the, all these phases, but check out the A to Z Sports podcast feed. It'll get some more content there. All right, so uh, Paul asked about the uh, cap space. Edward Potts says total 51 cap space after the draft picks should be around 18.7. Spotrack currently has it at like 21.8. I think it's probably lower than 21.8. And what has John Robinson mentioned several times this offseason whenever we've talked to him over Zoom? He's always said, you gotta ha- you gotta keep some room in there so you can be flexible if something bad happens. Tremaine in Brock. training camp in the middle of the season where you have room to go pull somebody to make your team better immediately, not be cap strapped. So he's not going to just so saying that he has eighteen point seven million dollars of cap space doesn't mean John Robinson's going to spend close to that number. So he might be able to spend, and that's where the multi year deal is important for John Robinson because. Let's say Clowney signs a two-year, $32 million deal uh, with the Titans. He can make that cap hit only like $9 million, and then that's just half of his available cap space, and then put a lot of money in the signing bonus, uh, backload it for next year when the TV deal is going to change and the cap space is going to go up even more. So John Robinson has ways to do it. It's better for J-Rob to do multi-year deal, but right now at this point, I feel like the only thing Clowney signs realistically is a one-year deal where it's fully guaranteed so we can try to do this the right way next year. Yeah, and I, and that's the biggest factor. I mean, we all we both know this is how much is Clowney asking? How much is he asking for? We knew at one point it was 20, then it went down to 18. Where has it gone from there? Is it is it still 18? Is he well, not? We, we heard some reports about 13, 14, 15 million dollar range, uh, but from the Seahawks now, but they obviously didn't get a deal done. So that wasn't good enough. Uh, BMO says hot take the Titans signed Derek Henry and Genevieve Clowney on the same day. Henry for three years, Clowney for two years. Now that would be a, uh, big day. Wake up, wake up. You're, 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 you're in a dream. Yeah. That's probably not going to happen, but, uh, look, and remember that July 15th date for Derek Henry, a long-term deal is now almost two months away. So they still they do have a time clock for the Derrick Henry conversation. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I agree. No matter what, 
J-Rob says, if we're going to work our way for a deal or whatever, I, I really don't think um, that is a realistic option. Uh, Steph Sob says, if Clowney um, is around 14, I'd sign him in a heartbeat. And Brent says, Clowney's age, is he's only 27. He's in his prime and a better player than the players the Titans lost. Well, I mean, Jarrell Casey versus David Clowney, different players, both Pro Bowl-level players. And so you were trying to replace some of that production from Casey. You hope Jeffrey Simmons does that himself too. Uh, but I, I think it's – I think Clowney I, – I remember, I said this two weeks ago now. I think Jadavion Clowney will be a Tennessee Titan. I just don't think it's going to happen until June at the earliest. And that, that's just kind of how I feel, my, my gut feeling on what's happening here. Yeah, I, I, I don't have any – I have no feel of when this is going to happen. I, I've stated my opinion on when I think it should. I think it should happen now. I just know when it's not going to happen. And it's not going to happen in the month of May. There's just no reason for Clowney to sign right now. The Titans, sure. On the Titans end, go, you want him to be signed as soon as possible, right? Because you want him to be in the virtual meetings. But for Clowney, it's virtual meetings. He's not missing any practice time. He's not missing any time to build camaraderie with teammates. You know, it's it's virtual stuff. There's no reason for him to rush anything. It's not that big of a deal to miss the entire month of May. All right, so Stephen Shaw brings up uh, a good a good place to kind of shift to our next topic because he says, we let Casey walk and lost Logan Ryan right now. Our defense is not better than last year. Need to stop worrying about other teams in the league. Sign Clowney. He'll make the defense uh, a top five defense instantly. He brought up and mentioned Logan Ryan. Now, a lot of things have happened with Logan Ryan. A lot of more more information has happened with Logan Ryan. Yes. He's sent out, since put out an Instagram thanking the Titans fan base and the organization for three great years. As you know, he signed a three-year, $30 million contract, 10-10-10. Made a lot of money, right? But that negotiation did not go the same way it did three years ago here in the last several months. That's right. All right. I'm going to read some quotes from Logan Ryan. We have a question for you guys. Fair or foul that the Titans didn't even offer Logan Ryan a contract in free agency? Fair or foul? The Titans didn't even offer Logan Ryan a contract. But first, let me tell you, about RentersWarehouse.com. They are the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. Uh, because there are alternatives to selling your house after you move. Uh, you can continue to build equity by renting out your home. It's an extra cash flow for you and your family. Hey, if you own Airbnbs and you typically rely on travel and tourists uh, to have some income from those Airbnbs, you can temporarily rent out your home for three to four months, wait for that travel to come back, and supplement some of that income that you might have lost. Renterswarehouse.com, there's no binding contracts on your property. It could be a short-term rental. You can go back to being an Airbnb once this thing returns to normal. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go. A to Z Sports, we're powered by Tennessee Tickets. If you're buying Titans tickets, Titans 20 gives you $20 off. And the best part is, Look, you're kind of playing with house money because if the games don't happen, if they're canceled, you get your money back. You buy that stuff off StubHub, you get a gift card. Yeah, yeah. nobody wants that. Nobody you want, wants You want card. your money that you spent a hard, hard-earned money on. All right, here's the quote uh, from Devin and Jason McCourty's Double Coverage podcast. I'm reading from ESPN.com where Tron Davenport wrote about this. This is Logan Ryan, quote, it's just a business. Tennessee really never offered me a contract. They never really talked extension or free agency. They never really tried to bring me back. 
fair or foul, the Titans didn't even offer uh, Logan Ryan a contract in free agency. Zach, what are the comments saying? Oh, yeah, let's read some comments because we got a lot, a yeah. lot of opinion on this. F word pod says fair. Uh, Rob says huge foul. Titans Rick says 100% fair. He's not worth $10 million at this point. Donald says fair. Corey says foul. Uh, Frank says foul. Peyton says fair. So, I mean, this is a good question because they're split 50-50. Sean Gill says foul. Uh, Paul goes with fair. Uh, he was really good for the Titans, but overpaid. He's not worth it again. Tyree says very foul. Stack says fair. The dude can't cover slot vertical routes. Yeah, I think that he can. I think he, he he's he's more limited there than other places, and he will continue to be as time goes on. Yeah, so, that he, like Logan Ryan's. I mean, I don't necessarily want to call it a weakness because he's a very well-rounded player and a very you know valuable player to me. I thought he was a defensive MVP for the Titans, but his one shortcoming is vertical routes from the slot. That's that's where he struggles the most. Think Kenny Stills running by him on a couple touchdown catches uh, against the Ravens this past year. Uh, that tip, that has a, a chance of happening. All right, so it's kind of funny. So Austin and I have actually discussed this. This is one of the reasons why we wanted to bring this up before. And Paul Allen Thames actually is the exact reason why what I said yesterday. And that is, it's absolutely fair. And the reason why, and he goes on to, to say why, Paul says, Logan Ryan set his bar and he wasn't coming off of it. When somebody tells me their bottom dollar, I can tell they're serious. Then you just let them walk. I think John Robinson is similar. They didn't want to insult him with a low offer. That last sentence is the exact reason why I think it's fair. He came out just like Jadevian Clowney. Clowney said 20 million. Logan Ryan said 10 million. Crickets after that, right? That's his bar. The Titans, I do believe at the beginning, didn't have Logan Ryan in their plans. But once you set your bar at $10 million, you really didn't have Logan Ryan in your plans because you weren't going to give him, you may get him for a discounted rate. Maybe Logan Ryan says that he was worth, he was willing to take 6.5 million. Maybe now the Titans can throw out an offer to negotiate to get him down to five. But you're not going to offer a guy that did a lot for your franchise over three years, played really, really well. His first year, I think he played well. He didn't play spectacular. A lot, some people were questioning him. His second year, I mean, right before he broke his leg against the Giants, he was playing maybe his best football, like outstanding. And last year, he followed that up with a really, really good year. But I think the Titans didn't want to disrespect him with an offer because that's not what their plans before a free agency told them that they wanted to do. I'll take this further because let's go back down memory lane with John Robinson and a Titans free agent because the Titans have not had a compensatory draft pick in a long time because they typically sign back the guys they want in free agency. And so they don't earn that. Now they're going to get that because Conklin walked uh, and some others as well. But let, remember Avery Williamson, who was a fourth or fifth round draft pick, middle linebacker, was really productive over his rookie contract out of Kentucky. And John Robinson offered him a low ball contract in free agency. Avery Williamson didn't like it. And the Jets gave him like seven plus mil a year to go play two down nine, linebacker. Was it nine? Yeah. I mean, it was a lot. <clears throat> so Avery Williamson happened. Logan and then he Ryan, tore his ACL. 
Now he's well, great with on the, Instagram with the Jets. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Avery Williamson is one of the funniest uh, Instagram followers you can find out there because of how he handled his torn ACL throughout the season. But that was, you know, you don't torn ACL happen to anybody at any time. But John Robinson lowballed Avery there, and Avery wasn't happy happy about it. it. That never happened with Logan Ryan. I'm not saying that John Robinson didn't respect Avery Williamson for what he did, but there is a clear respect between Logan Ryan and the Tennessee Titans organization on, you know what? Thank you for your three years. You did great for this locker room on the field and in the community. Your price tag's too high than what we can offer, what we feel is in our plans, so we can move on. Now, here's something interesting, because Zach Reagan, who, who you can hear on our A to Z Sports Big Orange podcast on Thursday morning, said that the Titans told Logan they would circle back to him if other things didn't work out. So here's the quote I want to get to now. This is also from Logan Ryan on the same podcast with the McCourty twins. Quote, I was willing to come back and work with the team on a one-year deal to earn the right for an extension or go back to free agency next year, Ryan explained. I just wanted my salary that I made last year. You play well in a contract year, you're going to get paid. I wanted to keep that thing going, but they weren't interested in that. So Logan Ryan, after this thing was pretty quiet, and he mentioned in the podcast that he had a couple multi-year offers that he didn't necessarily think was right for his family, so he sat on it and waited. He went back to the Titans and said, hey, I'm willing to come back for a one-year deal, but pay me the 10.6 mil that I made last year because I was great last year. I had four and a half sacks, four picks, four forced fumbles last year, over 100 tackles. Give me 10.6 for one year, and let's do this thing again, try to go one step further, and the Titans didn't have any of it. How do you feel about that quote, Zach? Because that's a little different. I understand the Titans not liking to him to come back on a one-year deal north of ten or a multi-year deal worth more than ten million dollars per. What about the one-year deal for what he made last year? He wasn't worth it. The, the The Titans did not see his value at that number, and you have to understand that they wanted to get younger with it, and they chose to do that. Every, th- every sign pointed to them doing that. Now, the Jonathan Joseph thing, there's a lot different than $10 million to $2 million, right? Right. And But I think there's a big difference in the player that Jonathan Joseph is than oh, Logan yeah. Ryan is. For is sure, it, but is it, you're not going to get – but you got to pay to play. The Titans is Logan Ryan five times better than Jonathan Joseph? Probably not five times. But exactly. he's definitely a couple – you know, two to three times better. And so here's uh, the, here's the straw that broke the camel's back because look at the timing, okay? I don't think the Titans and Logan Ryan had any discussions before, right before Ryan came out on Instagram and said, I want to thank my time. You know what the writing was? What's that? The Titans announced rookie numbers, and you know who's number 26? K-Baby, Christian Fulton. Their brand-new number uh, – Second, second round, round pick yeah right that and and i think that was everything logan ryan needed to know because they put it out on social media the titan said look christian fault number 26 you don't give a number away to a seasoned veteran right like logan ryan to a rookie if you're still planning on talking to him so that was the writing and they moved on and you know what i don't fault the titans look i don't fault, fault either party in this I and think I it's completely think, fair, right? And I don't, I don't fault think the Logan Titans Ryan, for not giving him a, an offer, yeah. but I really don't fault Logan Ryan for thinking his value is that high. Now, 
I do fault him for not coming down a little bit, but he can still be re-signed by, or he can still be signed by somebody else. Right. And Brent says Fulton is Ryan's replacement, not Joseph. I disagree with that. I think they're both Logan Ryan's replacement. You got to well, have Fulton is well, and on the field, but Jonathan Joseph might be Logan Ryan's replacement in the locker room. I mean, I've, that's that's the, I've I've said this for a few weeks now. It, one player will not replace <clears throat> what Logan Ryan did for the organization. <clears throat> it'll take uh, it'll take Amani Hooker as well playing some slot snaps to replace what Logan Ryan gave based off of versatility. So it's it's a bunch of different players will have to play that role, and it's just not one guy, one for one in the Ooh. Logan Ryan swap. Ooh, I got a good. Uh, let's put this in the bank. Write okay. this down. Take a little note. A little George Strait for you right you. here. I got you. Let's at another show, okay. maybe next week. I don't know. We'll do a Titan show. Okay. And let's talk about strictly leadership. Who's replacing Delaney Walker, Jarrell Casey, some of the offensive leaders, Marcus Mariota. Let's face it. He was the quarterback going into next season. Let's talk about straight leadership, homie, and see who is going to replace him. Because Logan Ryan is definitely a part of that. I think you, I think everybody knows that in the locker room. Let's have a full-fledged discussion. I think that could be good. I think we can name a lot of different names. So, right. Well, you mentioned down. you mentioned four names: Delaney, Jarrell, Mariota, Woodyard. I believe those four guys were captains. Now, Delaney had his role change once he went on injured reserve, but he was still around. They they wanted Delaney to come on. Delaney's leadership. The damage was already done per se. Delaney had already led all he could lead. Right. He was the. He was the biggest leader in the, on that team for a period of time. And I'm talking like multiple years. That's who people looked up to. It was Delaney Walker, the way he carried himself, all that he had been to. He had been to a Super Bowl. Now, he lost to the Ravens in 2012, but he had been a lot of different places. He had seen some things and some stuff. Okay, so, so let me. I'll correct it. Delaney, uh, Delaney was not a captain for the Titans last year. The five captains were Mariota, Byard, Ben Jones, Jarrell Casey, and Wesley Woodyard. So Mariota, Casey, Woodyard, all gone. So there, there's not just like leaders in the locker room, but your three of your five captains on this team are gone, and Delaney was a past captain too. So, yeah. uh, so very, let's, let's let's have that conversation maybe a, next week. I've got my notes start about that about Titans leadership uh, moving forward. So I think most people agree. Logan Ryan, it's it's fair. The Titans were fair to not have offered him a contract uh, because the Titans knew their price tag. They knew their limitations, and they weren't going to disrespect Logan Ryan with a lowball offer that never had a chance of getting signed. Uh, so I, I think we both agree overall fair on the Titans' end when it comes to that. A to Z Sports here live on a Tuesday. We got Books Bingham with his glasses on this morning. Uh, he'll tell some stories about that. Uh, he's got his uh, grammar teacher from high school watching the show about how he never did any summer reading. So we're going to ask you guys for our inner show topic today, glasses, contacts, or neither. Glasses, contacts, or neither for our inner show topic. But first, Zach, Calvin and Subtle uh, can give people an option to update their, their homes. Yes, absolutely. Calvin and Subtle, if you guys need new hardwood floors, Trust Calvin and Subtle. They will take care of you. So here's how it works. You give them a call. It's very simple. 615-448-6414. That's 615-448-6414. 
Ring-a-ding-ding. You call Calvin and Subtle, and then all of a sudden, you set up an appointment. One to two days, they're going to come out. They're going to take the CDC precautions. They're going to wear a mask and gloves and check out what hardwood floors that you want to replace. If you want to replace the carpet in your bedroom with hardwood floors, they can do that. Your bathroom, your, your den, your living room, your kitchen, you pick out your perfect hardwood floor, whether it's in their showroom or a sample that they'll bring. One to two weeks. That's all that it takes. One to two weeks, they can order the material, come in there, deliver you brand new hardwood floors. CalvinandSubtle.com. They are the best in the business right here in Middle Tennessee. All right, A to Z Sports, don't forget Titans 20. Saves you $20 on Titans tickets at TennesseeTickets.com. The, the place you should absolutely trust to spend your hard-earned cash on Titans tickets because if no games happen, you get 100% of your cash refunded to you guaranteed where StubHub is not going to do that guys. You're just going to get a gift card or a coupon and nobody wants coupons. You never use coupons. You just got a coupon drawer full of unused coupons or Tennessee tickets will give you your actual money back. TennesseeTickets.com promo code uh, Titans two zero. So Zach is wearing the glasses this morning. Uh, I saw a, a comment saying that uh, you look like Luigi uh, from Rob said you look like Luigi. For, I, don't, I don't necessarily know that. Does Luigi wear glasses? I don't think so. <laughs> he doesn't. He just has a mustache and dark hair, which you do have. Uh, I do. But Luigi doesn't have a beard either. Um, so uh, glasses, contacts, or neither. Why, Zach, why books, Bingham, are you wearing glasses uh, today where I don't know the last time you've worn glasses on a show before. It's been a long time. Long uh, time. I think I may have only done it once. Maybe none. I can't remember. Well, I'll tell you this. So the reason why is I, I've worn contacts since I've been in seventh grade. I can't see a damn thing. Like I can't see anything right now. And I'm about, as you can see, I'm pretty close to the camera. So yesterday I was wearing my contact and it started to get a little irritated. And then I rubbed it. Probably shouldn't have done that. Then it got really irritated. Then I kept it going for another like couple hours. And finally, I was like, hey, I take this, this thing off. Boom. I, I popped it out. Then I started blinking. It felt like rocks in my, my eye. And I was like, uh-oh, eye infection. Now, if you keep the contact in, you will get an eye infection. That's just how it's worked. I've been there. So what you have to do is have to rest the eye. You have to rest the eye. Now, luckily... I did find this website. Oh man, I want to disclose, but they're not paying me any money. Maybe we can get that. <laughs> Maybe we can get a deal done Maybe. because I've gotten about, I've gotten four pairs of sunglasses and these pair of prescription glasses from this website. Very cost effective. Maybe we can get a deal done. But I recently got these glasses. First time I bought eyeglasses in about 12 years. So I was like, you know what? I'm not trying to put a contact back in my eye. I'm going to do the show with glasses, and this will give us good content because I'm curious to see how many people wear glasses, contacts, or neither. Right. So, how how often do you wear the glasses? Like I now wear them more because I just bought them, but so they're new now. Monsoon says you look like a New York hipster, and so I don't know what New York hipsters look like compared they, to. They like look hipsters. like they, they. This is the type of yeah. Now, what's it? Now here's here's what I don't know because I actually have never been to New York. Monsoon lives up in the East Coast. Uh, so what's the difference in a New York hipster versus an East Nashville hipster? Because I I view hipsters as because I think you would fit in very well if you just put a little like 
toboggan on or something, go walk around East Nasty uh, with, your, with your beard and tight pants and maybe some Vans. I don't know, but you can get weird with it. And you look like an East Nashville hipster. But if Monsoon says you look like a New York hipster, I feel like those are kind of similar. Yeah, yeah. And th- I think they are. I put the same thing. Hipster is hipster. Uh, let's read some comments. Monsoon before- says one plays the guitar. That's probably the Nashville hipster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matthew says neither. Louis says glasses. Um, let's see. Um, Ashton says glasses. Damon says neither. Uh, Jacob says drugs are bad. (laughs) Oh, Sean. Sean says it's bad when Zach even gets hurt by just using his eyes because when's the last time you've played basketball, there's been no ball for a long time. And normally you're nursing some type of basketball injury. But there's no physical activity with basketball. Now, now you you are truly injury prone because now you have an eye injury from doing nothing. Now this is just it's a slight setback. I'll, it's, I'll, it's the same thing, just like your your shoulder, your you know your toe, your my wrist you, is getting better. Your it's wrist, not there see, yet. I mean, you've got. I, I stopped wearing the brace. That's good because you haven't been doing anything that would help re-injure it. So I man, you're really injury prone. Really so enjoyable. so we'll we'll go back to what started this whole conversation, and you call me books Bingham because I looked intelligent, which <laughs> maybe I don't look. I am, I'd like to say, but uh, I and the funny thing was, so I never read a book in grade school. I didn't. I don't know why. It was just my. I just didn't. I refused to read summer reading. And so I'd, I'd fail every summer reading test to start the semester of the school. I got a nine once on a re- summer reading test. It's this a is test. a test. This ain't no pop quiz. And then, uh, you know, obviously we went from there. I got a 30, I got a 39 and a 54. I had plenty of sixties, but I always started myself in the hole. So my grammar teacher, Mr. Tim chimes in. He realized I didn't, I mean, if you graded my paper, I failed. I yeah, never yeah. passed a summer reading test ever. I, uh, I did. I, I was also similar in that, that I was not about summer reading. I remember actually loving the firm book that based on the law firm from Memphis, a really good book. Um, I read that one and I enjoyed it and got good notes, good grades on that. The other summer reading book that I really attached myself to was the blind side book. <laughs> so go figure the blind side was a really good book first before the movie. And, and I actually read that for summer reading. It was on the list. Sean, I was like, Oh, great. Sean brings up cliff notes. Well, look, I, I went to, I went to a private school, BGA. The teacher would make sure they pick books that didn't have cliff notes. They right. made they did that on purpose. And and coming from uh, Williamson County, where you got the number one public school system in the entire state and uh, <laughs> really high ranking public school across the country, which is true. Same thing can be said for for Brentwood High School. They know Cliff Notes, like they they get that they get it. So no Cliff. But how are right, so? How is your vision? Like my vision's Mine? terrible. So I I the first pair of glasses I got was actually last January. I, it was when I was about to turn 29. I had really good vision for most of my life. Now I could start to tell, I probably should have gotten glasses for like temporary, like, you know, partial use glasses, uh, situationally about three years earlier before I actually did, because I noticed when I would go to a bar to watch a football game or watch something on TV from far away, it would be hard for me to see the score bug on the bottom or hard for me to read 
the ticker across the ESPN from a distance. And then when I was driving at night, I had to get really close to see the street signs of where to get off the interstate, yada, yada. So for me, uh, I had to get glasses for those situations. So now I only wear glasses when it's raining, when it's at night and I'm driving, or when I'm watching TV at a distance. So like we were at the mainstay doing all of our Titans game day lives. I had to watch the games with glasses because the first year we were there and they got TVs all over the place, but it, I, I couldn't tell who was who. I couldn't tell how much time was left in the game. I couldn't see Jersey numbers from the, the TV camera broadcast shot. So glasses helped me out from a distance. So I, I only wear glasses temporarily or in situation basis. Yeah. So Anthony says that his power, his contacts are 2.25. I'm close to four. So I'm almost double as blind as Anthony. I don't know if you know what that means because you don't wear. Uh, I understand contacts. that the bigger, the number, the worse. Right. So I, I may do this. I may start this trend starting today, maybe one day a week surprise glass show of I will rock glasses because I think this will help my vision in the long run. And well, I think I'm, I'm smarter. I think I, I, my, my perception is, ooh, we got to listen to this Zach Bingham guy. He knows what he's talking about. He's been studying all night. This guy's been doing, he's been doing the research. Maybe we can have like a Books Bingham segment where you talk about like something, like an intellectual idea. Like where you have a theory. A marketing or, idea? I mean, no, I got plenty I'm, of no, I'm talking about like it's got to be like scientific or like, like you need like a pipe to have as a prop. Books Bingham can have his intellectual idea of the week. Well, I had mine yesterday. The 2020 Tennessee Vols are the 2012 Vanderbilt Commodores. And I'm just <laughs> that that's our new segment. Books Bingham. Books Bingham and his thoughts. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, hey, you great can have show. a deep theory on Killer Hornets. Rob says you could do a uh, a history lesson. That's not a bad idea. Um uh, Tom says Austin only wears glasses on days. And then why I last, I wore my glasses Sunday night. That's it. Uh, Josh says it actually looks good, bro. Just messing with you. Well, the funny thing is it would be like, and I, whenever anybody makes fun of me or says something like derogatory towards me of how stupid I am, or this guy's an idiot. I like, I don't take offense to that. Just, just so you know, I don't take offense. All right. Uh, Mr. Tim could chime in on this one. Cause uh, Paul Allen says new idea. Zach has to go back and read all the summer reading books from school. Then oh, he gives God. us a book report. That will never, that will never <laughs> I'll happen. put that in the magic bucket for tomorrow. Yeah, or for, I will for never do that. I will. That is one magic bucket thing. I will refuse. I will not read summer reading books. You cannot force me to read stuff. I'm a grown ass man. Once, once I turned 18, I do whatever the hell I want, and I take advantage of that. There you go. All right, guys. Thanks for watching today. Great uh, Tuesday show. I uh, had a guy on YouTube. Like, I showed up for the clowny talk. What the hell are y'all doing? Let's, <laughs> I love when that happens. I love when new people pop in for the first time on the end of show topic, and they're completely thrown off. Wait, what, what the hell are, are they doing? Nobody cares about your glasses, bro. Nobody cares that you wear contacts, bud. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Uh, Buck Rising back tonight. Uh, for A to Z Sports Primetime. Enjoy that conversation, and we'll be back tomorrow morning, shade day, Wednesday. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you later. Adios.